Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to hit the follow button so you know when we upload next. Hello my friends, welcome back to a brand new podcast. My name is Gamester, aka Rob. Thank you so much for joining me on this, a brand new episode. And of course, I am not here alone. Now, however, we are supposed to have two guests, but due to all the different time zones and people not being free to record the podcast, we've only got the one. But I think that the one in particular is more than enough to make up for having oh, just three of us. Oh, yes. And that person that you just heard was, of course, my co-host, my life partner, and the best gamer on the planet, in my opinion. Aww. <laughs> it is, of course, Pixie. Hello. <laughs> now, today, we have got someone that we've been wanting on for a long time as well. So, I am really looking forward to this and getting to know him a little bit better. We are, of course, talking about one of the OGs of the TGF. We are on about JJ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on. You are very welcome. It's going to be a good one. So, now I know there's going to be a lot of people wondering... Why is the name I'm Not That Creative? Do you want to just give a quick explanation? It's just because I'm not that creative. <laughs> now, I can't think of something else. Well, there you go. It's not no. a, It's not as amazing as It's Okay Not To Be Okay or some of the other titles, so it's kind of hard to follow those up. Well, they are some <laughs> of the more successful episodes, shall we say. Not that any of them have not been successful. They've all got in double figures. It's just that uh, we finally meet her talking about Bubbles and Mystic and it's okay to not be okay and it's okay not to be okay with two are probably the three episodes that are the highest rated and a lot of people came to tune in and listen to it, which I am overjoyed about because not only... Were they informative and funny? They were also uh, raising awareness for yep. certain conditions like mental health and stress-related Tourette's and stuff like that. And it was fascinating for me as a host to actually learn more about the issues that tackle other people's lives rather than my own. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. What about you, babe? It was, it was interesting. Hopefully, it was interesting. Well, to me, it was interesting. I've, I've learned new stuff. Yeah. And hopefully, a lot of people really enjoyed it. it. They seem to have done. So, I might actually do some more like that in the coming weeks. We will have to wait and see. Now, without further ado, let's crack on with getting to know JJ a little bit Today. better. Now, for everyone else who <laughs> doesn't realise who JJ is, that is Jay Moore. Or Vapormore. That is his name on Twitch. So if you want to go and check him out, feel free to do so. Of course, like every week, I'm going to leave all of his socials and everything in the description down below. Go and check the guy out if you like him as much as we do. Because he's a genuine guy and he puts out decent content. Now, Decent? Yeah, 
decent content. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joshing. Brit, hey, British. My content is perfect, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not British wrong. slang. <laughs> if it's decent, that means it's really fucking good, doesn't it? It does. That's just, yeah, it's decent or the dog's bollocks. Yeah. I don't know why that's a, that's a thing, but yeah, it is. Now, of course, we're going to start with, well, the gaming loves, because we're going to, actually, no, let's start with the gaming honeymoon, because we want to know where you started your love affair yeah. when it comes to gaming. And then we're not just going to talk about Sea of Thieves, even though I know we probably could for the entire podcast. Yeah. We're right, going to we, 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 we will no. just have to do a Sea of Thieves based only podcast soon. <coughs> Yeah, well, me and Pixie, and this is for all the listeners out there that might be interested, me and Pixie have already been discussing having multiple guests. So we're not just talking one or two guests, we're talking around four or five. So it should it should be a really good one, but at the same time, it will be a long one as well. So if you're up for it... Please get in touch and let us know. And of course, you already know the score by now. You can get in contact if you want to tell us a story that we can react to on next week's episode. If you want to ask us any questions and if you want to be considered as a guest. But now, if you are interested in hearing a lot of people on this podcast all talking about games and coming together, then of course, just email. It's we are TGF at gmail.com. We are TGF, all one word, at gmail.com. It's really that simple. You've got no reason not to get in touch. So, your gaming honeymoons, my friend. What was the very first game you ever played on? Well, I've been gaming pretty much all my life. I am 24, so I was born in 97. And my very first video games were in the, from 1999, the Sledstorm and MTV snowboarding games on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> oh, I remember Sledstorm, but I never actually tried that one. I don't know why. I think it's because I was too addicted to SSX. Yeah, I, it was, uh, my dad, he had had a PlayStation 1 and it was back in the day when um, video games, of course, were kind of looked down upon, and um, of course, the debate could still be made today where some games are like too violent or too inappropriate for a kid. Yeah, so That's why age restriction. Yeah, so my dad's compromise for my mom was to allow me to play like Sledstorm and snowboarding, or even like Madden nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, which was it's fucking crazy to think that. I was playing Madden 1998 when I was born, 1997. Now, I probably wasn't playing it that year, but <laughs> thinking back now, I'm like, fuck, that was so long ago. Yeah, imagine how I, how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I do recognize most of them games, and Madden, I understand how much of a big hit it is over there. He's in America for all the listeners, as if you can't tell by his accent, but He's in America. We are British, and yeah, we just we've never really seen American football. Being... Oh, I have. I just don't understand it. <laughs> oh, I understand it. I just don't know why it's so prevalent. 
over there and not here because uh, America has adopted soccer, as you call it over there. Football. Yeah, yeah it is football, but over there they call it soccer. You've adopted that and you seem to be loving it in that country. Whereas we've got rugby over here and uh, soccer, so I don't think that there's much room for another game that's like rugby. Maybe you get what I mean. Yeah, part of it, I mean, at least for me, it could be said for any other fan. Because I, I was thinking about this yesterday, because as of recording, I don't know if you are allowed to say this, but it's uh, Monday. Yeah. And so yesterday I was watching a football game. I thought, um, I think the only reason why I ever watch football or care about football is because I played it. I played it in school. I played it as a kid. I played it all my life. So I understand everything that's going on. Whereas my wife was sitting there trying to figure out why there is something going on. I tried to explain it to her as if it was so easy for her to understand that she was still confused. Yeah, so, it's like trying to explain the offside rule to somebody yeah. who doesn't know about soccer, a.k.a. football. And yeah, I understand. It's, it's a difficult one to try and explain coherently. I think it could be said with a lot of sports. I mean, if you played it as a kid or you understood it as a kid, you're gonna it's gonna stick with you because of course they're not gonna change the rules as you grow up. That's especially in America where everybody is so damn content on keeping things the same and traditional. Yeah, I know that feeling. Right. Well, the next question is: What was the game that made you carry, want to carry on gaming? See, the thing is, I don't remember anything particular going on with video games that I was like, ooh, I really, like, some people love a challenge, some people love a story. I don't I don't really remember much of that, because, of course, the first few games I was playing were all, like, racing or, like, uh, leisure-type games. Yeah. I never got to play online video games till later on in my um, childhood, so I only... I guess I would say it was either for the fun or the story. Yeah, for me... Yeah, I can understand that. I've I've mentioned it quite a few times. Uh, For me, it was an escape from my surroundings, shall we say. And out of that escape, it became something I could bond with, with my friends, and then it became a passionate thing that I loved to do. And even though I went out, because back in them days when I was that young, my mum was always, yeah, my mum was always one of those, well, get out of the fucking house and give me a break. And (laughs) it was a case of, okay, I'll go out. And then there was a period where I would be going out and I'd stay out all day, whether that was going to the swimming baths or going on a bike ride. Uh, because I'm on top of the Pennines, and I was when mm. I was growing up. And that means there's a lot of, uh, well, you wouldn't call them mountains, I don't think. Hill range. They technically are mountains, but they're more like hills. So the, it was good exercise for me to get out. But as soon as I got home and I had my dinner, guaranteed the first thing I would do straight after that would be play on a computer or whatever computer I had at the time. Mm. So... Yeah, it was always there. I never stopped. So, if nothing really inspired you to ca- carry on gaming, no one thing, what was the very first game platform you ever played on? 
Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 1. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a great console. The old school one the with the... I, I still think the PlayStation controllers are so uncomfortable, but those were even worse than today's. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I like the... I like... I like short... To make it short, I prefer the Xbox controllers because they were they they fit around the hand. But back in the day with the PlayStation controllers, we would um those things are I mean, fucking bricks. <laughs> I know you're it. holding on to. <laughs> well, I know it's personal preference. Let's see if you yeah. agree because for me personally, <laughs> it's a weird one. I preferred the shape of the Xbox controller. You're right, it does fit in your hand a lot better, but I cannot abide having the analog sticks in opposite ends. You like them central where they are on the yeah, pad, yeah. Because I've got big hands as it is. Would you agree that the analog sticks should be in the same position as PlayStation, or do you prefer it being like offset like they are on the Xbox controller? I disagree. I, I'd have to say Xbox... I think that's part of the reason why I'm complaining about the PlayStation controllers because I hated the analog sticks being down there. Well, there you I go. feel more inclined to use the D-pad that was on the top left instead of the bottom left with the Xbox controller. Well, I was a PlayStation gamer, so I think that D-pad is probably one of the main reasons. I'm so used to using left and right on the D-pad when I was in racing games and stuff like that that when it came to the analog sticks, it was just a natural progression for both my thumbs to move downwards rather than one to stay where it was and another one moved down. But if I was on Xbox, no doubt <laughs> I, my preference might have changed. Yeah, because I went from... I played all the different uh, company ones, like PlayStation, then I went to Nintendo, then I went to Xbox, and now, as you know, I'm on PC. So it's just, I guess, a, a progression, I suppose. Yeah, you joined the master race. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first gaming console platform you owned or paid for yourself? So, uh, like I'd mentioned, the PlayStation, and I had a GameCube for quite a while, but I never actually, and that I had the Xbox 360, but I never actually had bought my own PC until the Xbox One back in 2015. That was when I was finally able to, like, have a job that would pay me enough to where I could save money and buy one, which it felt like it was a fucking arm and a leg to buy it. It always <laughs> yeah. feels like that, though, don't it? It always does the first time. But the the sense of achievement that you get because you're like, I bought this. Yeah. It's just I'm, overwhelming. I remember the day I bought it because I was working at a... Sorry, I hit my mic. I was working at a retail, <laughs> retail store, and I had bought it that morning... And I had a shift uh, about around noon. And I went in. It wasn't busy. So I faked being sick so I could go home and play my new console. <laughs> I think we've all been guilty of pulling a sickie just so we could play video games at yeah. some point or another. Yeah. Even you could be the most honest person on the planet and you'd still pull a sickie. It's like, yeah, I just don't feel too good. Just so you could go home and play on the computer. I think we've all been there. Mainly when we when we were younger rather than nowadays. But, yeah. Shit, I probably still would. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to admit that it is 
kind of a widespread problem. I only mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast that in Japan, they have a specific day that Dragon Quest has mm, to be released. Yep. And that is because too many people were throwing a sickie or just not going into work. And the economy was taking such a massive hit that the government had to step in and say, no, you yeah. have to release it on a Saturday or a Sunday. Well, a Monday or a Tuesday, because that's their weekend over there. And then say, look, you've got to release it on these days. Otherwise, you cannot release it. So now they have to, well, they're dictated to by that law. They cannot circumnavigate it in any way because they know the impact it's going to have. And now that Dragon Quest has come over here, I think that them rules might be implemented over here sometime in the future. I'm not going to say oh, it. God. I'm just going to... It's just an inkling that I've got. <laughs> Especially when new games like Call of Duty and Battlefield get released on a Friday and all of a sudden no one wants to go into work that Friday. It's like yeah, watching... For you, it'll be like the Super Bowl. For us, it'll be the FA World or the World Cup, <laughs> and people's got yeah, yeah. I can't come in today. I oh, It's got nothing to do with the fact that we've got through to the final in the World Cup. No, nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm just particularly sick today. Can't you just understand? Exactly. <laughs> I'm really sick. Honestly, look. <coughs> <laughs> <coughs> We've all done that voice, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we have. So now it is your gaming loves. This is where we found find out what has kept you going to games over and over and over again since the inception of you finding games for the first time. This is always my favourite section because it's got the hardest question in it. What is the greatest single game you've ever played? I feel like you probably know this one, but uh, Persona 5 Royal. The Royal Edition, yeah. Yep. Best fucking game I'll ever, I'll ever, I don't think I can ever find a game that has such a compelling story, such a, a, a difference in game, um, what do you call it, like genre? Because it's a mix of several different genres of games, like dungeon crawling, yeah, um, like a turn-based RPG. I love turn-based RPGs personally. And then it has, of course, I mean, I, I won't spoil any story, but of course they have a a, a school life type sim or yeah. whatever that you have to go through as well. It, is it not the one you can't stream? It is the one sort of, yeah. But it's you the Royal can. Edition. The Royal Edition. I don't know if you can stream or not. You can, but because I, of course, I want to fucking play this game again, but I want to stream it too. You can, but you can't. You have to have Atlas is a piece of shit company. I'm sorry to say that. On, yeah, on, on Mike, but I agree. They require you to have um, spoiler spoiler alert on your title. You're supposed to have their watermarks or whatever, and then. Um, anything, Rob, did you play the Royal Edition? No, I just played the original. Well, anything past, um, December, that area in the game, because yeah. the game goes by a calendar. Yes. You go through every single day in the game, so this game can take fucking months to finish. So you go through every single day of the game, you cannot stream anything past the end of December. Because yeah, it's considered it a, spoiler for I, 
that. I think I was at 120 hours when I got near the end. Yeah, I was about 150, which I'd spent quite a bit of time. But interestingly enough, um, this is just a side note, past Pistorna 5, another amazing game is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I've put over 400 hours into that game. Wow. And I could, I could, I'll say, I could send you a picture if you call my bluff. I swear to God, I do. <laughs> and you, you want to talk about an addiction? That game's an addiction. See, there's been quite a few like that for me, but because I love Persona Five and I love games like that, it was always Dragon Quest for me. Because Dragon Quest, it was quirky, it was funny. And it little nuances to the game that I have always adored. Now, in the original game over in Japan, there was a lot of jokes in it which would not have translated. They would have been lost in translation instantly because we don't have the same sense of humour as they do mm-hmm. over in Tokyo, Japan, all them kind of places over at the eastern side of the planet. So, when it got converted over, they couldn't keep just the same old text. Uh, It wouldn't have worked. So, instead, they have a dedicated developer which will convert all of the text, keeping the same meaning and the same end goal, you know, with the way that Mm -hmm. the story acts, but putting in a British and European kind of humour, and they'll do the same for America, which yeah. instead it just makes it more specific to that region. So you've got East Asia, which have their own set of jokes, their own kind of slang and stuff like that. Then you've got the European version, and you've got the American version, and it just it makes it so more, so much more engaging for anyone picking it up for the first time. Like, there was a guy called Yangus, a short, <laughs> dumpy guy. He looked like, oh, what's he called now? Not Robert De Niro, the short guy that was in Twins with Daniel Schwarzenegger. I can't remember now. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito, that's him. I was he, remembering him from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was doing that, but he was a proper, you know, short ass, but he was <laughs> a proper grunt. But he had a British accent. And you knew this, even though you never heard him talk, you knew he was British because of the slang that he used to come out with. And the fact that he used to hop up onto one leg and say, call blimey, and stuff like that. Which is a a ridiculous typecast, but it was done in such a way that it made it funny, it made it more engaging. So, yeah, I can't speak highly enough when it comes to Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Eleven is currently out for the PlayStation 4, so if you haven't tried it, go and give it a try. It's a turn-based JRPG, and it is a lot of fun. You will easily, easily sink 100 hours into that before you complete it. <laughs> I mean, that's... A lot can be said about, um, and I, like I said, I just I hate Atlas, but their video games. I mean, they they somehow know what they're doing. Cause I never got to play Dragon Quest, but I have been eyeing Pixie streams lately, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks interesting. But I'm, su- I'm shocked. Not, that's not the real Dragon Quest. No, yeah, it, I, but it's the it, same it art style. Looks, 
Yeah, it's the art style that I yeah. like too about it. But like, um, because Persona is a branch off of a series called Shimigami Tensei. Yes, which is it. a more mature outlook on um, JRPGs, and could be a, a lot of uh, Persona fans get looked down on because Persona is kind of like the babied and happy-go-lucky story. It's yeah. like saying. Uh, Drag or not Dragon uh Dark Souls comes out with a side game and it's a lot more happier and not yeah. as uh controller crunching as the original game. It just wouldn't work, would it? Yeah. Well but, I yeah. strongly suggest you give Dragon Quest a go then because it is a really good game. If you like JRPGs, you will absolutely adore it. You play the main protagonist, of course, and then you get to control anyone that's in your party. I think there's six playable characters, and you can choose any three that you want in your party at any given time. You can even swap them out mid-fight, but obviously that will take that turn. Yeah. But you can swap them out mid-fight if you need to. If one of them dies, you can then swap them out for one that's not dead. And it's just... It's really engaging, it's great story, great gameplay, brilliant art style, as you've seen, just minus the blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Still looks better than Minecraft, sorry, Jonesy. Yeah, it really does. I'd, if I had a choice between Builders and Minecraft, it'd be Builders every time. I feel like I hurt that poor girl's feelings when I say this looks better than Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft has got its own place, though, because... Yeah. It's unique in its own particular way. It just, unless you buy the spin off, you're not going to get a story out of it. You, it's just all about being creative. And yeah, I like a story, something to do. Well, like we've established, I'm not that creative. <laughs> <laughs> but give it a try. There's also uh, Dragon Quest Heroes as well. That is. A, another spin-off, which is a hack and slash, which is still a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, at least it's on the Switch or PlayStation. Which one is it? Or both? Both. Ooh. I know it's on the Switch, and on the Switch, you have an added little feature, which means you can switch between 3D mode and the top-down 2D mode, like you used to play with... Back in the day. Yeah, Zelda and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. games like that, the original Zelda, that is. Yeah, so they've got a 2D and a 3D mode. That is, uh, I believe you might... Don't quote me on it, but I believe that is specific to the Switch, and you can't get it on any other uh, platform. What's the next question? The next question is one of his very own questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that we permanently added yeah. to the podcast, thanks to this guy. So what's your favourite soundtrack in any game, JJ? Well, as you can probably guess, um, it's probably going to be Persona. Uh, it's the song Beneath My Mask in Persona 5. Yes. It is, I mean, there's a lot of iconic soundtracks out there. I mean, there's Halo, there's um, some, uh, several other games, of course, and the Hoodoo You Voodoo Bitch. Um, <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> yeah, and just, I couldn't remember at the time, for all those listeners out there who are wondering what that song is, it's the title song 
which is only just I, I've just under or just over two minutes long it's called voodoo and it's done by a rapper called sam b <laughs> and yeah it's just great what but, makes uh, things go bump in the night who do you voodoo bitch <laughs> it's just awesome i showed my brothers that and they were laughing their asses off when i played the game in front of them but uh no i picked beneath the mask or my mask because it's one of those and like Persona in general, they have so many um, soundtracks in every single game. Don't doesn't have to be five or four. Um, but this one in particular, and I don't know if you remember when you're playing it, Rob. But like on nights when it's like raining or relaxed yeah. in the game, and you're just walking around town or you're in the uh, coffee shop, this song's playing nonstop, and it's just relaxing. It just yeah. kind of makes you like calm and really just appreciate how um this song can really make you feel yeah and it changes as well depending on what you're doing like when you take one of the girls on a date it will yeah. completely change there and it's more more atmospheric and romantic then you when you go fishing which is a thing in that game as well then it's very very soft and gentle so yeah but then when you get into the battles and when you start... It gets a lot more intense. Shit gets hyped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even just driving around in your little cat van. It's yeah. just... <laughs> it's so much fun and it's unique as well, I think, because there is a lot of mechanics in that game that you will not see anywhere else. Yeah. And it, this te- like shows just how much I love the song. There's a video on YouTube that extends it for 10 hours straight with like rain effect on it i've listened to that non-stop the entire night just to help me sleep because of how relaxed i get and it's funny because it's been over a year since i played it but i'll go through the comments and someone will like quote um sojiro yeah and be like, oh, you're back. And then I could hear that in my voice. And I'm like, holy shit, I feel like I'm playing it again. It's just, it, it's 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 a really good song. Riku was my favorite. Riku? Yeah. Okay, next question. Hey, anyway, yes. <laughs> sorry. Now, no, sorry is needed. <laughs> you being a content creator, we've already established. But what was it? Oh, more specifically... Who was it that inspired you to take it up yourself? So yeah, I feel bad for this because a lot of us on TGF have each other. I didn't want to start... I mean, I started streaming years ago before we even met each other in the TGF. So I was inspired by a semi-famous content creator named Lyric. I've heard I don't know if you've name, heard of him. I've heard he, the name, but I can't. Yeah, he's a he's a well known he's a well known variety streamer, and um, he pulls in thousands or like tens of thousands of views per stream. So he's not small time at all. It's L Y R I K in it. L I R I K. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. I knew it was spelt with a K. But the reason why he inspired me, it really shows in my content. Just the, he's going to play what he wants to play. He doesn't change his personality or do anything to 
try to get views or follows. He does what he wants. He plays what he wants. And if people want to be there and be a part of what he's doing, then so be it. But he doesn't do it for the views, the follows, the donations. He does it because he wants to do it his way, and he doesn't give a damn what anyone else has to think. It's my channel. Fuck off. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that's how I try and do mine. Yeah. I do it because I enjoy doing it. If you don't like it, then crack on. That. There's no hard feelings from me. If you want to go and watch somebody else because you find them more entertaining, I don't blame you. Go for it. I hope that you have a lot of fun watching them, but for me... I'm just going to keep on being me, and if people relate to that and they do like it, which more people than I thought actually do, which is amazing to me, but at the same time, I am thankful for the people that come back day after day because I know they're genuinely liking my content rather than going they're, to they're me just, yeah, going to me out of obligation or something like it's that. Like that so. there's this one person called JJ. <laughs> and he keeps lurking in everyone's streams that I know. I know. I, I dread to think how many uh, points he's got on my channel. Now. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to say this now. If you are a, a, uh, one of our streamers, I'm probably lurking. I just don't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he is known as the King Lurker. Yes. Because a lot of times he'll just come in and six just tabs. Uh, Yep. Every morning, I'll always make sure to get in Dan's stream. Sometimes I don't even tell him Jonesy's, your guys's, and you won't even know. Yeah, And exactly. eventually, when you do that large community challenge, guess who's <laughs> going to be there to fill most of it? Yep. <laughs> this is the whole point. This is why, everyone, we made our good friend JJ an OG in the TGF because he's always there for other people and he never asks for anything in return. Nope. And this is why we always go to him and give him all the support that we possibly can because he never asks for anything in return. He's doing it out of the kindness of his own heart and these are the kind of people that we feel we need to champion and bring a big, massive stage spotlight to him and say, look at this guy, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can relate to everybody, of course, who's becoming a streamer. I mean, we all really want... I mean, we're not thirsty for views, but of course, we would like to have some views. And, I mean, even though I'm not chatty and I'm not going to help keep you entertained through chat, I still try to help boost up... I mean, add one more view to help make you further up in the... Uh, what would you call it? The recommendations or whatever. Yeah. yeah. When you look at a particular game, because I mean, most people have that setting set to the highest view, highest view streamer at the top. No, mine is lowest. Lowest yeah. to yeah, high. Mine is too. Yeah. Because I feel so bad because there's a lot of people out there who just have zero, and I mean, if I can be just that one, I mean, it helps to know that somebody out there is watching you, even though if you don't know it's particularly me or somebody else. Well, this is the whole point. What is your end game? Because for me, uh, I don't want to be famous. That's not what I set out to do. It's part of the reason I don't go on the camera or anything you like that. You just want a nice community, don't yeah. you? Yeah. My aim, my end goal, as it were, is to get around twenty-five to 30,000 uh, followers. No, don't lie. Your end, your end goal <laughs> is to get every fucker wearing TGF merch 
to get TwitchCon going, don't lie. TGFCon, no. thank you. Yeah, TGFCon. <laughs> no, genuinely, my end goal is about twenty-five to thirty thousand, basically like Apocalypse had, of loyal people <laughs> who will have the same kind of loves when it comes to gaming because that's it's a broad subject now, but we're trying to get everyone together. And even if we don't share the same interests, we want them in that group. Because if you just surround yourself by, as they're called, yes men and yes women, you're going to go, you're awesome, you're awesome. No, Mm -hmm. that's not going to work. I want people to come in and say, this is good, but I don't like this. Thank you. Yeah, I respect your honesty on that. And that's what I want, a group of gamers like that, like-minded gamers that are going to not blow smoke up anyone's ass, but tell it like it is. That is the whole point for me. And twenty-five to 30,000, that's more than enough people to do that with. Now, if it grows like from that point on, it's a nice one. I'll be happy, but that's not what I'm aiming for. I think with about twenty-five to 30,000, you could safely say you'd probably be partner by then, a Twitch partner. Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect place for me. I would, well, I wouldn't be able to stop it at that point. It'd have a mind <laughs> of its own, but I wouldn't want to aim for anything higher than that. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. One of those. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing because I love doing it. Would you say that you've got a similar end goal or? What is it for you? Are you going to aim for the sky and beyond? Well, I can't go without saying TGF, it's been very helpful towards my growth. I mean, I love being part of this group because I've met you two. We love you. So many other people. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thank you. When me and, because I brought this to Vapor Soul. Vapor Soul is kind of, I mean, I'll say Nick is my brother as well. Nick Thitherleach. It. I love the man, but me and Vapor Soul have been playing video games for over 13 years together. And so when me and him got together back in 2019, we thought, well, we'll give it a try, see what happens. But just the both of us trying it, it was, it just hardly wasn't going anywhere. I mean, cause we didn't have this, like to TGF, we didn't have this amazing group of people who actually yeah. give a damn. But, when I set out to do it, it, I didn't, community wasn't really a part of my thing. Now, of course it is. I have very much, um, similar views you do, uh, Rob. Yeah. But, um, the first, my, my main goal really, and I'm not going to lie, it is not to be famous, but to make a living out of it. Just, just to be so, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that, cause I want to, let my wife be a stay-at-home mom whenever we can. Yeah. And I want her to be able to relax and have a happy life. And if I can do that by doing something that I'm interested in as well, then we can both be happy. Yeah. And not have to worry about paying bills or going to shit jobs that are lower end because we're still pretty young. So, I mean, we're not going to have... A fucking ten-figure income. <laughs> yeah, precisely. For quite a while, and that is a very realistic goal. And I think you can easily achieve that, if I'm honest, because your content is good, 
And yeah, it, you're like me. You know you're not the best in the world, but you've got to, well, I can't really say for myself. I, only other people can judge me on that. But I think you've got a really good personality. And at the end of the day, we're all flawed in some way. Don't you say that my JJ's not flawed. <laughs> well, no, but we all have to go through shit and it will always mould us into the person that we become. I mean, I'd love not to go back to my job. Exactly, but it's just not feasible at the moment. Maybe one day in the future, you'll be able to turn around, walk into your boss and go, Fuck you! <laughs> For real. And what a feeling that would be. All the hard work paying off. Like that fucking TikTok that's going round everywhere at the moment of the woman in, was Walmart. it Walmart? Yeah. Who just turned around <laughs> and said they treat the staff like shit. The, yep. the manager's a fucking leech. He just tries to do innuendos at you all the time. And I'm done. Do not work here. Do not shop here. I'm out. And then just puts it down and walks off. Right, yeah. Yeah, what but I wouldn't be it? able to do that because I've got responsibility to my residents. <laughs> so I have to work me from months' notice. I mean, I'll stay, I will. <clears throat> yeah, but it's you. You're too kind-hearted for your own good sometimes. I ain't doing it for the staff. Yep. I'm doing it for the residents. Exactly. See what I mean? Yep. I completely I completely get it because my sister-in-law is actually the a uh, CNA. I don't know if that means anything in yeah. England, but... She care works provider. with her residents. Yeah, she, she's a care provider for residents. And so she goes through the exact same thing, and I get to see that firsthand. And my mom sucks. was one, too, growing up. Absolutely so. sucks, but you do what you got to do. Yeah, yep. and I've seen both sides of it. The pe- I've always said it's like being a school teacher or a fireman or a policeman or woman. It's... It's one of those jobs where it's not just a job. It's a vocation. It's something that you need to really believe in. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just you can't do it properly. And there's too many people, especially in the caring sector, where people are just not seeming to want to do the job. They're just doing it because they think it's easy or because they've got no other thoughts in their head of what they want to do and that is never going to end well not for them and not for the residents either so that's why i've always caused it uh, called it a a vocation and when i get old and gray and i can't do anything for myself i am not sending you in one of them (laughs) but this is my point all i would like if she was to croak god forbid if she was to croak and I was to get put in an old folks home, my only hope is I would have someone looking after me like she looks after her residents. Well, that, that looks a fool down the corridor doing the tango. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Someone who's going to act silly like I do, <laughs> just as a laugh. The one that's going to keep me entertained, because at the end of the day, it's my last days on this planet. I want to make sure they're good. Anyway. Back onto topic. (laughs) (laughs) Next is the section called Just for Fun. This is just some random questions to see what answers we get and maybe get a giggle along the way. Now, I already know the answer to this, but the people listening to the podcast might not know. What have you been playing recently and why? It's not addicted, people. (laughs) 
it's a it's a it's a particular pirating game, I shall say. Um, a little a little little known video game called uh, Sea of Thieves. Never but, heard of it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, you should try it. I will on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've mostly been playing Sea of Thieves. Uh, that's really it, other than occasionally switching up video games to play with Vapor Soul because you don't know, really like Sea of Thieves. But uh, uh, we'll play World Converting. of Warships quite a bit. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> he His personality is quite opposite from mine, I shall say, which is mostly why he's not part of the TGF. But yeah. I can get into something like that later when we're not on <laughs> live. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's been mostly Sea of Thieves. I've really been enjoying it. I've been playing with uh, Thither Leech, GameStuff, of course, and then... Uh, Shrek, Shrek, our good friend Shrek. Yep. Who has just been new to the TGF, I believe. Yeah, he's only been here about three weeks. Yeah, and he's been a really nice guy to play with. Yeah. I've only chatted into him once when he came into my stream, but he seemed ever so lovely. He is. Uh, I I don't know how old he is. I know he's American. But I don't know how old he is. I don't know what Age other games he plays matter. or anything like that. But every single time that he's come in, he's active in the Discord and he's always been nothing but pleasant. And he's got a good sense of humour as well, which always helps. You, you, you've got to have a good sense of humour to be in the TGF. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> if you take things too sensibly, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it now. Maybe the TGF isn't for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we do like to... Have a bit of banter. Have a bit of banter. Have a fucking... Just act stupid on purpose. Just because we think it's funny and it might entertain people. Okay, Jay. We're going to crack on. Uh, if you had the power to change any aspect of gaming, but only choose one thing, what would it be? Um... Let me see. Sorry, I'm looking at my script. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, I've I've thought about this one a lot, and it's. I mean, of course, there's always the toxicity and all of that, but that's. I mean, we all know how that is. Yeah. We've, so I've I had a few people saying that now. I'm gonna go and add something new. Um, I think there should be cheat codes again. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think um, he's on about them kind of cheat codes. I think he's well, in game the one that that's available yeah, the one that always sticks out in my head is big, big head, head mode, right, okay. something like that. Yeah, because yeah. okay. I miss I'll those days. That. Now, I wouldn't say cheat codes for online games because obviously that's bullshit. Yeah, but story games. I mean, I like to run around with a big head or have as much money as I want to throw at the randomest shit. In the game, <laughs> I want to buy the bright, bright pink wanna... luminous Tamagotchi in my game. <laughs> yeah. I want to run at the guy shooting at me and slap him in the face and not have to worry about dying. Yeah, <laughs> because that is something that you would love to do, but if you tried doing it in real life, it probably wouldn't end well. No. Yeah. <laughs> so no. yeah, because that is what gaming is about. If it's like like uh, Ratchet and Clank. The original ones, you got the gold bolts and you could use them as the cheat codes. Yes. Or something like... It'd give you a free cheat code, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 5, if you completed the game on the stupidly hard mode, you get unlimited ammo. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got to but, complete the game first. 
But I also miss the ones where, like, you just type in a code and, I mean, there you go. Or, like, GTA, where if you go down, right, X, whatever the bullshit is, and then there you go. You got infinite money. Yeah, down, up, up, down, up, X square, X square, down, up, down, up, triangle, circle, I think. I mean, shit, trying to put in those codes was a game itself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you have to do it in a certain time limit as well. They only give you, like... Three seconds to enter the full code, and if you didn't do it quick enough, but no, not good enough. Yeah. Okay, next question. You'd be wondering. What's the next one? What's been bugging you in gaming? First, we're going to go to our lovely co-host, Pixie. NPCs. NPCs. (laughs) NPCs. Every time I try and change something. Every time I try and change something. Fucking Malroth's there. Don't talk to me. No. I tried to change something. Fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> Stop being up your bum! So yeah, NPCs is what's pissing me off recently. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't really say anything about that. What about you, mate? I'd have to say, uh, I mean, of course, you, game goes with stuff. This. You, you've been pissing <laughs> off this week in gaming. Oh, damn it, Rob! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I am only joking, listeners. He has not been same. pissing him off. <laughs> Uh, it would be negativity. Yes. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be toxicity. It could just be anything that can, I mean, just ruin, ruin a good ruin night of gaming. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got your lovely crew and you're having a giggle and then someone comes in and says the and, wrong thing. It's like, fuck off! Yeah. 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 And I've had to adjust with that. And it, it's been a really recent thing because, of course, we've been playing Sea of Thieves where griefing is a common thing. And it's been a battle to not get pissed off and not rage because of something. Well, we get a TGF server going, won't we? We keep hopping. Do you know what it is, though? I think the reason it's not as it's not as triggering when it comes to Sea of Thieves is for the simple fact the clues in the name Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So you can't be a pirate without. Pirate, yeah. So it's one of those where I know you understand what the game's all about, but you've got to be prepared that people are other pirates too, and they could come and just steal everything so off is you. It the same thing for you this week? No, for me, it is about Sea of Thieves. <laughs> it's the fucking volcanoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. They always erupt at the worst possible time. <laughs> Start causing fucking geezers all over the island that you're on. Which you could be in the middle of a fight with a skelly and then all of a sudden you're launched into the air. You're fucking flying. Fly, you are free. And if you're not near any kind of body of water. You're fucked. You land on the floor and a massive chunk of your life goes. Okay, so what is your best funny gaming moment? Or oh, the one you're most one proud that, of? Yeah, the one you could be most proud of. Uh, I got a really... To me, it was funny as hell at the time. So me and Vapor Soul are big Halo fans. So we... Back when I bought the Xbox One, I bought the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. And our goal was to complete all the Halo games on Legendary. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever played Halo, or even on Legendary. No, I've never played Halo. I have briefly played it for about an hour. The AI um, enemies in that game are pure aimbody. 
So it's fucking, it's hilarious how some situations we can create it. You can spend hours on one level. But anyways, the story is, on Halo 2, there's this level where there's an enemy that carries a sniper. And there's several in this one area. And you spawn in like a little tunnel right behind one of the snipers. And you could it's just an easy kill. I charged at him. And I shot at him and jumped to avoid his shot. Because, like I said, aimbody is hell. He snapped around and popped Vapor Soul in the head who was standing right behind me as I jumped away. And it was just one of those moments where he's like, oh shit. And then he starts screaming because he didn't see it coming. <laughs> and I was just fucking crying laughing because... I did not know he was right behind me, and of course, as it snapped, snap aimed right behind itself to shoot me, it shot him instead, because I jumped up, and he started crying, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I should have, sh- I shouldn't have just, like, shot at him, it, it was just one of those things at the moment, you just, it was, you were just fucking crying for, like, 30 minutes straight. <laughs> well, I think that's a good, good gaming moment to have, is one of your favorites. I know I've had quite a few moments like that, but there was one that always sticks out in my head, and that is getting stabby stabby in the back of my head <laughs> from someone who's not that far away from me. Grenade! <laughs> yeah, just blindly chucking frags everywhere and then thinking, oops, I killed one of my own team. <laughs> gotta go careful. I got, if I kill one more, I'm going to get kicked. Ah, fuck. I'll wait until the game's finished, and then I'll reinvite yeah. No, knowing you, you fault. just keep spamming the invites. Come on, leave the game. I'm not leaving the game. Leave the game. Leave the game. No, just because you kept fucking killing people. Nine times out of ten, you left the game. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Now, if you could be forced to live inside any gaming world, which one would you choose? I would have to say Halo, because I want to be a Spartan. A non-stop Spartan. A, spa- non-stop a Spartan in a biomechanical suit. Yep. <laughs> Finally. But biologically altered to be just a super soldier. Yes. Well, I can understand why. And plot, and for plot reasons, I can't die. So, that too. Yeah, every time you <laughs> die, you just respawn. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so if there is, would that be the same as the only game you would choose to play for the rest of your life? Uh, actually, no. I would say that wouldn't be Persona. Fair enough. Yeah, he'd know everything. Just because of the possibilities. Yeah. yeah. So many possibilities that alter the game's, like, stories. So, I mean, it could be yeah, different Yeah, one little decision. Time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what is the greatest thing in the gaming industry, in your personal opinion? Hmm. I'd like to say that TGF is a fine example. There's still, uh, amongst all the toxicity, all the negativity and competition, there's still good people out there. There's still a lot of good people out there who I don't hate being around. (laughs) We take that (laughs) as a massive compliment. (laughs) I don't like like not spending time with you. I'll stay with you. You don't annoy me. (laughs) You'll see it on stream. You'll never see me play Warzone or some other game by myself i need to play with friends because i have those good people with me so i don't hate the whole experience yeah i I get that yeah someone you can bounce off yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that's what we are all looking for 
It's why we set up TGF. I've mentioned it many, many times now. I mean, I have noticed in the TGF there are little sort of groups forming, which is nice because you've got your little groups yeah. that go on certain games together and then there'll be crossovers every now and then. You've got us. Uh, that Yeah, we were the one who came up with the king and queen of TGF. That was <laughs> a title given to us by yeah. the members. But we are also said... Uh, not that long ago as well, about four or five months ago now, that, look, this is growing at a steady pace now, and we don't think we can cope with everything on our own. So we need help, and that's why we set up the OGs, and we got the ones that basically believed in our vision for what TGF can can eventually become. And... Yeah, we added five members to our little group. And as soon as we did that, then all of a sudden, other little groups started to form. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. as like an extension, uh, Jammy and Nick became good friends. We've got Charlie and Jonesy have become quite close as well. And we've just seen that kind of thing happening more and more. That's and then nice. that's branching off. And uh, it's like a tree off, root. You're going off topic again. So we're going <laughs> to come back on topic. It's just great to see, that's all. Vapor, what is your most disappointing game? Cyberpunk. Fair yeah. enough. Move on. <laughs> we need yeah, to we say no to more. That, anyway. <laughs> no. I do get your thieves, though. <laughs> I... I, that was disappointing as hell too. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> right. Well, if you had the chance, because we're all gamers, we've all had these thoughts. So obviously, you have thought about it in some small way. We all have because we are gamers. If you could make a game yourself in any way that you wanted to do it, what game would you make? Why and what would you call it? I came up with this idea back when like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was coming out. It was a time where I was really heavily into uh, army games or military games. It's a game that's I would think would be, I I said that when you start the game, you would pick a branch of the military instead of being forced into whatever the plot tells you you're in. Pick your branch, then you go through a boot camp. Just basically a live or a realistic version of going through a military experience. You go to boot camp or um, training, you do those. And then, of course, um, you get assigned to an online squad and you complete the missions that are given to you. That's a good idea. Yeah, so a proper realistic sort of RPG-style shooter. Yeah, and of course, like if you join the Marines, you'll be more boots on ground. But if you join the Air Force, you're going to be doing more Air Force. Um, qu- like, um, yeah, um, then quests, you've got uh, special missions. forces, like uh, the Mar- yeah, now, like here's you a say, Marines, for you, Navy SEALs, would SAS. You, would you put the Coast Guard in? <gasps> <laughs> I've never seen the Coast Guard in any game, to be fair. So, to clarify... In, in his head, he's going, fuck no! <laughs> I will not say out of respect, the Coast Guard is a legitimate branch of the military, but yep. since it is literally the Coast Guard, we are not, at least in America, we are not invaded very much. 
So of course we're not gonna. There's not gonna be compelling Michael Bay video games of explosions <laughs> for the Coast Guard. Fair enough. So. This is why we're we'll asking. But would you also <laughs> put Space Force? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it there was a legitimate, he was trying to sound convincing. Then weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but Carell did an awesome job on that program. Yeah, that's why I was asking. <laughs> he, he's so. I think he's one of the best comedy actors out there. One of. Yeah, one of. You've got a lot of them, but I would rather watch Steve Carell than anyone like Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. which is just. That is situational more than anything else. He doesn't really tell that much of a story with the story he's trying to convey. However, Steve Carell, you chuck him into any role and he can make it comedy gold. He's like Will Ferrell. Right. We <laughs> are, Will Ferrell. We are going to move on. Yes. JJ, we need a number off you for the competition. We do. Mm, seven. Seven it is. Nobody's got seven. It's <laughs> an all right one then, isn't it? Um, that's only the third single digit number that we've got. Four. All right, four. She loves proving me wrong, you know. <laughs> Just lately I do, yeah. Yeah, because it never used to happen that often and now it my marbles are just rolling away one I'm, by one. I'm just watching them roll by, you know, <laughs> kicking them as they go. <laughs> I have got no comment for that. <laughs> you two, you two are right. That's fun. You're funny. Yeah, we're not normal. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, to just a quick story. Like yesterday, when you sent me that message, um, where Pixie was screaming in the background. My wife was listening in, and she was just fucking ha- cackling because she thought you were being so fucking funny in the background while Rob's just trying to ask me a simple question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't do it to piss him off more than anything. He's entertaining. Yeah. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, it now, next is listeners' questions. And this is, well... It's one person that always seems to bring in new questions. And I don't know how she does it. I swear she just goes on Google. <laughs> she must do or something because there are original questions every single week and it's questions that we've never thought of. So I mean, I'm not creative, so I don't know. <laughs> well, first and foremost, it's this one is to everyone. If you could be best friends with anyone from any game, who would it be and why? Shit. That's a good question. Damn it, Jonesy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Best friends with any video game per- or NPC? Yeah, any video game character. Clank. It's always going to be Clank for you, isn't it? Yeah. I guess Joker. Ooh, which Persona Joker? Five. Persona oh, five. joke, right. Oh, that joker. Yes. <laughs> Ren, whatever not, you want. Not I, the I, Mark Hamill voice yeah, joker I, I from like, the Batman series. I did like Joker on Persona 5. You know yeah. that. Yeah. But for me, personally, Isaac Clark. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't mentioned that over the past few days. so. No, but I have mentioned <laughs> it in some small way on every single episode of the podcast. I mean, I've never played Dead Space, and I know the name now. 
<laughs> I knew who exactly you were talking about. <laughs> Thanks to the, <laughs> the podcast. Yep. He's ingenious. He's a badass. Right, don't take this the wrong way, but can you ask the questions? Because <laughs> I've got to go and get our little girl shortly. Yes. Thank you. If you could have any <laughs> one item from any game, what would it be? Uh, guess a golden apple from Minecraft. That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> it heals you, fills you up. I, I, I guess it's the miracle fruit. <laughs> Clank. I get. Well, he's so useful. He can take me to work and everything. Well, I'm telling him to shut up while you're working. (laughs) You're all about his clanky, he can help me. No, I should wear him like a backpack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clank, open, open. There you go. Put my mints in there. I'll be having one of them later. Yeah. He's so so multifunctional. Okay, next question. All right. <laughs> if you could be any character in a game, which one would you choose? So uh, this isn't difference. This isn't being a friend with them. This is actually being, being them. Clank, uh, I, ra- ratchet. Because then I still have Clank as my best friend. Oh, I love your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to go with uh, the... If I could be in any video game, I guess I could be the Master Chief from Halo. Now, for me personally, I can't remember his name, but it would be the main guy from Days Gone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know you're talking about. I don't. I never really played though. I don't know his name. He is. He's. He's just a kind-hearted badass. Yeah, that's what I got from. Yeah, he's got a heart of gold, but at the same time you know he can handle himself. Now, it is time for... Guest questions! Questions! questions. Finally! (laughs) (laughs) This is where you can ask us a couple of questions, each or a couple of questions to the both of us. It can be anything. It doesn't have to regard gaming. You can ask us anything. This is your opportunity to fire the questions back at us. So, what are you thinking? I have three that I can I came up with. Okay. So it go. I, I believe all three or all three of them go to both of you. Okay. Uh, what video game villain would you be and why? Ooh. Got possibly two for that one. One would be Quark, just because he's a Valend. But he's not really the villain, though, but is he? He is. He's a narcissist, but he's a funny fucker. <laughs> and the other one would just be purely because it's mental in the head. I can't remember the name. Far Cry 3. Valak? Or not Valak? No, uh, that was 4, wasn't it? I can't remember his name. Yeah, The no, bald guy, the pirate guy, right? No, he was the one with the Mohican, I think. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember his name, but it would be him, just because I liked the way he is. Yeah. He was a likeable villain. Well, I liked him anyway. And Far Cry 3 or 4? 3. I don't know for me, you know. I I genuinely... Yeah, he sticks out in my head as being one of the more iconic ones. Yeah, so I think for me it would be one of them too. But for me, I think if I had to pluck one out of thin air, I would say Sephiroth. Oh. He should be that bold ego. 
that that bold egro. Egro? What's an egro? I'm going to egro it. <laughs> it's an electronic baby grow. That <laughs> that bold zombie from Resident Evil Four just pissed Jay off. Not you, JJ, but the other Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mister X, I think you're on about. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, from Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Uh, Mr. X and then there was Nemesis so I think but who Mr. Would you... X um, yeah Sephiroth yeah and um, for anyone who doesn't know he's the main bad guy you could call him an alter ego of Cloud Stripe from Final Fantasy 7 what about you Jay? Uh, now you got me thinking about Far Cry I forgot how much I loved the villain from Far Cry 4 <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. Just, just the like charisma of that man. Yeah. Like I legit did the secret ending just so I could be on his side. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think to the look of the new one? I can't remember the guy who, guy's name who plays him. I know who he is. I don't remember that name though. I haven't pl- thought about playing the new one just yet. My uh, buddy is playing it though, but he's got it. His own opinion on it. Yeah, it was the guy who played Heisenberg's supplier in Breaking Bad. And also the he's company a great, guy. Yeah. And, uh, the boys. He's a great actor. Very he, good. That deadpan expression that he's got so you don't know what he's thinking. Is it that coloured dude? Yeah. He was in um, Walking Dead. He was briefly, yeah. Right, I know who you're on about, but yeah, I don't remember his name. He's been in a few things, and he's a great actor. Yeah. He really He's been taking is. pride in being a villain in many different things, because I was watching... Because he plays it so well. He does, because the, the football games I was watching yesterday, there were so many commercials about Far Cry 6, and he's like, hello, my name is this and that, which makes me sad. I should have remembered his name by now, but... <laughs> yeah. He, my, he's like, so my name times. is this, and let me introduce to you my most iconic villain character yet, and then the, the game plays, yeah. of course, but... Yeah. Okay, what's the next question, Jay? Uh, this one's a little bit more personal towards video games. Is there a video game out there that you connect with on a more emotional level or helped you um, cope during a to- tough time? I feel like you might have men- like mentioned it before. Mine was Far Cry 3 and Black Ops 2. Black yeah, Ops 2 that because that's where I met Gamestrong and that's when my passion for gaming become a passion. Rather than an escape. Yeah. I think there's two for me as well. One would be, of course, Black Ops 2. Because that's where I met you. That's where the start of the TGF started. you know what I mean? Yeah, technically. And I think the only other one that's proper resonated with me. Was the very first scene of the first Last of Us game. Mm. Where Joel loses his daughter. Yeah. And it was, it resonated with me so much because Sarah had just been born. I think she was about one at the time. And I just, I couldn't imagine just how gut-wrenching that was and to see how much it affected him. Because let's not face it, the acting in that fucking game is top draw. You could have seen that in a multi-million blockbuster film and it wouldn't have looked out of place. Yeah. And it was just done so well that it couldn't help but 
strike a chord with me and it actually brought a lump to my throat and that is something that no other game has even got close to in the entire gaming career that I've had. So that's the only story and the only <coughs> scene that's managed to get me that close to tears. Well, my other one was Far Cry 3 because it was the game that you... I come up here and you sent me home with it. Yeah. And... It was my way of connecting to you, and it always helped me out when I had a bad day, and the ex was still being a cunt and everything. I'd come home, and I'd just escape in that. Well, that was the whole point of it, because you didn't have any other games to no. play. And I thought, well, here's me sitting on, like, eight or nine games <laughs> that are all great games, because all the shit ones I used to just, like, trade. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to I'd buy loads of games and then if I didn't like them I'd put them all together trade in about six or seven and purchase it to get some much better games so yeah I knew I'd just completed it myself I was like well Pixie's coming up this weekend I'm going to give it to her Yeah. and I said trust me you'll like this and I got lost in it it was my escape that game and then I, I remember saying, have you got to burn them yet? And she went, what's that? <laughs> and I went, right, I'm not saying no more then. But what's burn them? I went, you'll find out soon enough. I was going to play my game. Yeah. Then and, I got, I... and then she phoned me up. I've just played burn them. Went, yeah, you liked it, didn't you? It was fucking awesome. Went, yeah, I knew you would. I died so I could do it again. <laughs> There What's you the go. next question, Jay? Uh, is there a video game live action adaptation that you've seen and liked? Witcher. Yeah, Witcher. I think out of all of them, because I wouldn't say that the Ratchet and Clank film was more live action. It was good, but they just they plucked the story from the first game, so it was. But it didn't make sense if you didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. But I say, yeah, The Witcher, and I'm looking forward to the next season. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> October. Yeah. So I oh, think out of everything. We're in October. Yeah, the end of. Yep. It's coming out the same time as Lockdown. That, for some reason, I just fucking clicked in my head. So it's this month. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out around the same time as Lock and Key. So and Henry Cavill. Perfect. Yeah. I don't think they could have cast Geralt better than him. I actually watched. Uh, a documentary about that and he said it's one of his favourite characters that he's played. Yeah, because he's a hardcore gamer. Yeah. And let's be honest, he nearly gave up Superman because, because he missed the, co- the original call telling him he's got the job because he was too busy playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Is there any more questions, Joe? Uh, that's all I could think of. <laughs> they were good questions. Thank you. Right. Well, next, it's the big news section. Big news! <laughs> and I have got some new stories up that I wanted to go through. Now, first off... The PvE section MC of Thieves. Fuck yeah. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, JJ. <laughs> Squid Game Ooh. is mo- possibly getting a video game release. <laughs> Do you know what? I would not surprise that, and I hope you can go in there with your mates. 
Right. To... Imagine TGF on that, JJ. Fucking for real. I'm sorry, but I, I mean, so one of you's dying. It's you, <laughs> mate. You probably. It's you. Right. Before I, before I read a little bit of the article, does, does everyone know who Tom Henderson is? You should do. Huh. I'm terrible with names. So I know faces. JJ. He famously does uh, films like The Muppets. And he's done a lot in the world of films and stuff like that and series and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think it was the Muppets one that he did. I don't know. I'm pretty sure, but guaranteed you've seen a Tom Henderson film. I guarantee it. Right, yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, it says this. Squid Game has taken the world by storm since its release on Netflix mere weeks ago. So much so, in fact... That now it sounds like there's some chatter within the game industry. And while the video game specifically associated with Squid Game property isn't known to currently be in the works, it sounds like some of the developers in the industry are now looking to adapt it to a format for themselves. According to one Tom Henderson, who is often a reliable source of information when it comes to upcoming game releases, a Squid Game style project is currently in the works right now. Henderson notes that he is not sure which studio might be working on the project, but he says it will clearly stand as an evolution on the Battle Royale genre. The future of Battle Royale is coming. That's what he said on his social media. <coughs> so what do we think? I don't I don't want it to be a Battle Royale. No, it's an evolution of it. I want it to be the games. That's what they're somehow the games are somehow classes battle royale because I looked up the inspiration from it because I could have swore it's the same fucking plot for Fall Guys. Oh yeah, (laughs) just more mature. Yeah, yeah. It's round by round, and people survive, go up against each other until there can be only one. I'd play it. So would I. So would I. It'd be a way. They have to implement some way of, like, being able to mess with other players. Because other than that, I mean, there's, like, I I hate Roblox, but my sister, I was babysitting my sister, and they were playing Squid Games on Roblox. I was like, okay, I get it, but I would like to have more interaction. Like, if I I get to punch somebody off of the glass panes, I'll do it. (laughs) If I get to trip somebody, I would write green light. I'll you've got it. to get to the end, so if you've got to stamp on people to get there, then that's part of the game. It's no secret of what the game's about if you're playing the game, so might as well, I mean, fuck each other over while you can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I want to play it. They need to make it. We need to get it. It needs to be free. There's no shock factor. <laughs> yeah. But we might be waiting a while with the industry as it is right now. It's not something that can be done in a very small space of time. However, I also wanted to talk about today's Gangster's Fact of the Day. Now, the fact of the day, people will already have seen if they watch my video, because this is being recorded on Monday. It will not be actually uploaded until Wednesday. So you've probably already seen this, but now I want to throw open the discussion. The original Mortal Kombat, we all know the series of Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Did you know that the first game was completely done and finished within 10 months 
Not only that, but it was only created, motion capture and all, by four people, including Ed, Bo- Ed Boon. Don't take this wrong mm. way. I'm not into Mortal Kombat, so I leave. Yeah, but what do you think to being able to create a game in under a year? I don't and know. to be I so don't successful. I think about games and how, how long they take to create, so I'm going <laughs> to bow out of this one. I believe it because I I am very into Mortal Kombat. In fact, it what other than the two games I'd mentioned that I first played on the PlayStation One, I played the uh, Mortal Kombat trilogy with my dad on the PlayStation One. Yeah, which is just a mix of the first three games. But um, I remember I did watch a video about how. It only took like four people to cast the entire, all the players because most of them were in ninja suits anyways. And it was literally yeah. the same guy in every suit. And yeah, then the same much. thing for the growls. It was like back then Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Reptile were all the same models. They were just colored Smoke, different. Ermac. Yeah. They were all the same uh, models exactly. <laughs> Except they were different colored. Then number two came out, and they started adding smoke and ermac. Uh, and uh, I think that was the first time we saw Shang Tsung as well. And I then remember. Uh, Goro, if I remember rightly, on the first game was the only character model that wasn't motion captured. That's a lot. The to... oh yeah, because he's four arms. Yeah, precisely. And he was the only one that wasn't motion capture. But this is back when motion capture was simply a case of taking a photo and then superimposing that onto a model. Plus with the move, uh, the move, uh, what do you call it? The fighting or the movements are just, all you got to do, they're like six different movements and then you're done. And you just need to put it in the game. You don't even have to animate it. The attacks came so quickly that you would only need about two or three frames. So you'd need the transition frames and then the actual like full punch frame or the kick frame. Or if you remember, it was, I think it was only like four frames to do a leg sweep. Oh, really? Yeah, it was because it was done so quickly. And yeah, I thought that was amazing. I just wanted to mention it on the podcast because... The fact that games nowadays, well, if you go by Cyberpunk, then it's taking just under a decade to complete a game. (laughs) And look at the buggy mess that that was, whereas a game that was made within 10 months was easily outdoing all the games that we're getting nowadays. And let's not forget, Worms, the original Worms, that was created (laughs) by one person, and it took him, I think it was about 14 months, and that was created by one person. Yeah, but the mechanics are different. Yeah, the mechanics were different, but there's a lot to... Yeah, but you imagine one person trying to do Worms, fair enough, and then you've got people trying to do Cyberpunk. You can't compare the two. No, I wasn't. I was just saying that that is something that was done in a very short space of time. Okay, next story. Right, the next story is what was a rumour and has now been confirmed. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. Yep. It's been teased. It has been leaks. I use air quotes for that. Because uh, I'm sick of bum, to be fair. But 
there has been leaks saying, oh, there's a trilogy in the works where we're going to get three Vice City and San Andreas, I think. Probably Liberty City too. Uh, yeah, something like that. And they said, oh, there's going to be a complete from the ground up remake, not a remaster like they've done, be- like they've already done. It's going to be a complete standalone game, and it's going to be from the ground up. Just, just stop fucking rehashtagging old ones and make a goddamn new brand. I was new about one. to say, when's well, the uh, they- GTA Six going to come out then? <laughs> They have already said that that's looking at 2023. Jesus Christ, we'll have a new console by then. Which is going to end up being 2025 (laughs) and then 2026, and they're just going to keep adding it up. Just make a new But come on, this is Rockstar. They are known for doing live service games, and when it releases in 2023, if it stays on schedule, when it releases, it will be here until the end of PlayStation 5. I guarantee you. I'm just pissed off with seeing them going, we're going to re-hashtag this, we're going to remake... No, just make a new one. Stop thumbing your old ideas. you got a company that can make a masterpiece like Red Dead Redemption 2 after the first game, and we gave them reasonable time to create it, and they followed up on their promise. But when it comes to Grand Theft Auto, which could be a whole different department in Rockstar in general they are not meeting the same expectations as we had for Resident Evil or 2. Yeah. I get the replayability of GTA 5. I mean, there's um, no pixel role-playing that's uh, getting really famous. Yeah. That people are doing, they adding a lot more stuff. I mean, I've played the online mode for the last like few months. Yeah, but they're still but... adding, and it's not new. Yeah, it's. That's I think I'm it's time for a new. Yeah, the game's almost ten years old. Yeah, that's why I'm saying they need to do a new one rather than hashtagging the old ones constantly. That's what two yeah, new developers on, are doing now. In their defence, because we like to stay balanced on the podcast. I don't. Fuck you, Rockstar. <laughs> Bring out a brand new one. <laughs> but I like to stay balanced, so I will say that this is going to be the first completely from the ground up remake. That's not just going to be one standalone game. We've had lots of remakes, but this one is going to be three games in one, and I think that's there's something to be said for that because that's going to take a lot of work. Yeah, I agree with both of you. They could put just just (laughs) the amount of effort into a new one. I think they already are. I don't think it'll be the same department at all. But anyway, that's my that's my opinion on it. (laughs) Well, there you go. It's now been confirmed that it is real, that it is coming, and we will have that probably by the end of next year sometime. I don't know when. Next, this is a subject that I will probably not share the beliefs with the majority. The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes, is now coming to Fortnite as a skin. This is why I don't play Fortnite. I'm for me, what are they going to do my dad like that? <laughs> <laughs> Was that on a bit of me brew then, you bastard? <laughs> <sighs> now, for me personally, I just wish they'd leave shit alone now. I think Fortnite has had its time. The player base is dwindling and has been dwindling for the past year. People who 
saying, oh, I'll never quit this game and all this lot are quitting the game. Do you know, you can't even get Save the World on that no more. Yeah, they've they've taken away the the co-op bit. Wow. And it's now just a standalone Battle Royale game. Or creative. And it's only the diehard fans and the sweats that are actually still left playing it. And because it's changed so much, it's just not the game that everyone fell in love with to begin with. And in my personal opinion, the only reason they keep buying these licenses with all this money, because it's not cheap, they are paying millions and millions just so they can use a skin in the game. And I think they're doing it just to stay relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine how much... I was gonna say, I imagine how much they're spending on trying or getting the rights to music for their uh, Fortnite concerts. Exactly. Now, personally, they're doing fucking concerts. The, yeah, they have concerts. Just you after join in game and you go to a concert with yeah. everybody. You know, like they wow. did with the one that we witnessed. You remember when the asteroid was getting closer and closer, and then it, we all saw it simultaneously mm. coming down onto the map. It's like that, except when you load into the map and look up into the sky, it's actual musical artists singing. Fucking sad, sad life they the live. First, the first one, I think, was like Travis Scott, and then yeah. it was Post Malone? Oh or goodness. no, that was Pokemon, I think. But they had Ariana Grande, because I remember watching Moist Critical download Fortnite just to go to that concert. Sad fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, and Sorry. <laughs> it, for me personally, I gave up after season five because I gave up after the first game. <clears throat> yeah, season five in the first one because God, when it he got played to one that, match and then he never went back on it. They altered it so you couldn't double pump, as it was called, because it was OP. Mm-hmm. Then. Because of the backlash and everyone who was double pumping going, no, we want double pump back. They added it back in. And that was the nail in the coffin for me where I just went, nope, I'm done. Okay, (laughs) don't take this the wrong way, but Fortnite's had enough on this channel. I don't want to promote that heap of shit anymore. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> I think there might be listeners that actually really get rid of that game. Do you know what? If there is listeners out here that enjoy it, okay, fair enough. You need to find a new game, but fair enough to you. But I don't just, do uh, my dad like that, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. The man's been through a lot. Just don't put him through that. <laughs> Personally, I do not think that chucking money at a problem especially within the gaming industry, is going to help. thing is, Epic Games know how to make a good game. Yes, Fortnite was a good game at the beginning. Why don't they make a new one? A brand new game. Technically, it isn't a brand new game, now. It's a brand new game every fucking season. <laughs> no. <laughs> they brought it out. It's now Fortnite 2, basically. What? Oh, so it's come, come out of early access. That's basically yeah. what they're saying. Uh... Yeah, it took them a year and a half to come out of early access, if you remember. Right, anyway, can we move on and not talk about them <laughs> Right, well now... Thank you. <laughs> it's time for what some could argue the most important part of the podcast, the shout-outs. Okay. Now, me, personally, I have got uh, two, and the first one is someone that I only recently started following. Mm-hmm. But I think she's really nice. 
and she's called Lady Lady Fortescue. And just judging from her TikToks and stuff like that, she had people trying to say you're shit, you're this, you're that, you you shouldn't be doing streaming for a living. Why are you doing it? And then as soon as she decided, well, no, I've got to build my community. And she got rid of the toxicity in her life. Her channel's been growing successfully. And when I left her stream yesterday, it w the stream was one follower away from 200. And I could see her going on to bigger and better things. So, Lady Fortescue, that's who I'm going to shout out as my first. Okay. And... Yeah, go and check her out. I'm going to leave the link in the description. But secondly, I think it's going to it's gonna have to be my go-to. It's going to have to be the man, the myth, the shanty singer himself, Leech. <laughs> because he's just... Yeah, his streams have been up and down, up and down, because he's had to be working. And he deserves way more. Yeah, he does. He deserves way more loyal people to keep going back to his stream. Yeah. So, if you want to come and visit me on my stream, that's fine. But do it for me. Go over to him as well. If you don't know who he is, again, the link in the description. But please go and check him out. And if you are a regular on mine, go and be a regular on his as well. Because he's such a good guy and he puts out great content. Right, Jay, I'm going to let you do your shout-outs next. No, 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 ladies first. Ah, Have you not got any yet, Jay? Are you still thinking? i got some ideas. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, well, I've, I've got three. Being greedy today. What? I have... How dare you? Oh, no, rude. <laughs> I have Joe. The cheek. The audacity. I've got Joe. 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 Yeah. He's been nothing but supportive. That's Virtual Vortex, as he's also known. He's a little legend. My next one is going to be my kid bro, Charlie. Those two have broke me over the past two days. I told you they were decent uh, guys, didn't I? And then my last one is going to be from my none other, my bro, Redundant. Well, I knew Big that red. was coming. That is coming because by the time this podcast goes out, it should be here. He's mm -hmm. People that don't know, this bloke has gone out of his way today and got me an Xbox. For one reason. Because I kept saying I wanted to go on Sea of Thieves with Gamester and then he's gone, now you can go on Sea of Thieves with Gamester. And him. And him. Yeah, and he, you, JJ. For anyone else Dan. who doesn't know, he's already <laughs> downloaded Sea of Thieves, but he's refusing to play it until he plays it with Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> so they are my three. I love all three of you to pieces. All right. And what about you, Vapor? <clears throat> I give her crap for being greedy, but I've got four. Oh, you greedy bastard. <laughs> but go on. Uh, <laughs> um, the first one... I have mentioned his name several times throughout the uh, podcast. It's Vapor, uh, Vapor Soul. Soul. Yeah. yeah, knew that he's, one coming. <laughs> he's very—he's a very big stranger to the TGF because of personality conflict. He just has his own opinions about the sort of thing. So he's not going to be a part of us, and he's not—he's <laughs> not, not going to be a part of us. But we love him. 
Yeah. He's not gonna, and he's not that big of a streamer. He streams part time with me sometimes, or sometimes if he's got a particular game, he'll stream by himself. But I wanted to give him a shout out because, like I've said, I've been with the the man since we were little kids. I mean, there. Even though Nick, we ha- we had our group with Nick, him, his Nick's brother, a few other people. When everybody went offline or, you know, the infamous, the last time you see someone online type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. He always came around and even I left sometimes. And then when I came back, he was still there and we spent years together playing together. Never, no one else really. So he was really, he's a real brother to me. I like that. And then the second one is, and he's been shouted out a few times, <laughs> our man. The legend, the mystical and amazing chill fun guy. And the chill fun guy. Just because chill I, Manjaro. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I relate a lot with the guy and I always enjoy popping in his streams and chatting with him and he's always playing because uh, yeah, he's just so cool, he's a man. Yeah. So chilled. <laughs> he is a, he is an all out gentleman as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's very he's a very kind person. Yes. And Unfortunately, I or we couldn't have him on today. He was gonna be one of our guests today, but things happen. Life happens. It's okay. One day, chill. Yeah, yep. one day. One day. But uh, the next number one three <laughs> is actually three and four is you two. I want to <laughs> shout out you two. Um, you both are amazing people, and I know I talk more to Rob than I do Pixie, but I want to shout you out as well. You were always and there, though, Jay. Public, <laughs> yeah, I want to always lurking. <laughs> I want to publicly thank Rob for all the help he has given me over the last several months, and he's briefly mentioned it, but it's no stranger to everyone if you've been in tg for tgf for a while that i struggled with very deep suicidal tendencies and talking to rob and being him being there giving me his life advice really helped me turn things around and i just want everyone to know that it's okay to not be okay but yeah there are people out there like rob jay kyle Pixie, who are amazing people that can help you through the sh- the hardest of times. So now we haven't done this on too. the podcast. So for the first time, hmm? I am going to give this to you, my love. <laughs> oh, stop! You're making me blush. <laughs> you already are, mate. <laughs> I just I don't like seeing people suffer and I would not be able to look at myself in the mirror and forgive myself for not stepping in. This is why I didn't go, well, I'm going to come into your DMs. It's why I just said, look, my DMs are open. I've been through shit myself. I know how it feels. If you want to chat, that's fine. And I'm so happy that you did. And from the difference that i see in you now compared to back then and how you felt mate 
I'm going to go on record on the podcast and say I am extremely fucking proud of you. Thank you. Because you've managed to turn things around and I know from experience that is extremely difficult to do. And you know what, Jay? I'm glad that you didn't go through with whatever it was you was going to go through. Because in about five years, you need your passport. See, Jeff comes at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to bring some steaks over. I'm going to get a barbecue going. You're the chef. But that would be... Con. That would be a nice segue into, again, telling anyone out there, if we've brightened your day just listening to this podcast in some small way, let us know. And if you want to chat, the DMs in our Discord, which will be in the description down below, and just our emails will be open, willing for you to come in and chat. I won't necessarily reply instantly because I'm a father before anything else. But if I'm not busy, I guarantee you, I will spend all day on the phone to you, all day on the chat to you, just to try and pull you out of whatever difficulties you're in. And if I can't, I'll just be happy to sit there and listen, if that's what you need. It doesn't so, even have to be Gamester. And you can his- always pass on information to me and i can get in touch with you yep exactly what i was just about to say my offer stands that way too not only that please don't feel bad for unloading it onto me because he's got me i have got a lot of baggage shall we say i have been through the wars things that my own friends tell me they are surprised i haven't took my own life that's the easy way out for me so with that said it would be doing me the favour you getting in contact with me because that way, like I told JJ, if something good can come out of what I've been through, then that's a win. And I'm happy that I went through it because it shaped me into the man I am today and it gave me the tools that I needed to help you or anyone else. And that's that's it. That's my thoughts on the matter. So if you want to get in contact in any way, shape or form, the best ways to get in contact with us is via the Discord server. As I said, the link's in the description. And you can also email wearetgf at gmail.com. We are all gamers, yes, but we are all human beings as well. Are we? I yeah. thought we were aliens. Uh, we could be. Yeah. If you believe Shh. some of the belief systems out there, we, yeah, we could don't be. Don't tell anyone. Shh. <laughs> yeah, they're living here among us all the time. <laughs> but... That's the whole point. We are gamers, but we're all people. So if you're struggling, don't struggle in silence. Get yourselves into our Discord. Chat about video games. Chat about anything you want. We really are a nice bunch, and we are never going to judge you for what you believe. It's as simple as that. Might judge you for your gaming, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. But I guarantee you, we've got so many people in the Discord now. Even if we don't agree with your gaming choices, I guarantee someone will. Yeah. Fortnite. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. even Fortnite <laughs> lovers are welcome. Sorry. Just an instant reaction now. <laughs> now, now. Now, now. Now, now, now. Now, all he's left to say is our goodbyes. So, 
I will say it first. Thank you so much for everyone who's listened to this. If you're listening to it now and you like it, then don't forget to hit the follow button so you can get notified every single time we upload. And until next week's episode, I personally am going to bid you a fond farewell and say thank you for listening. Then you get a goodbye from my wonderful Mrs. Pixie. I'm going to say to JJ, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me on, Well overdue. Yes. And JJ, thank you for joining us, mate. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>